0: Hello and welcome to the Um yeah Sports Podcast. I'm Reagan here with John and it is the Wednesday, December 29th episode. How are you doing, John? Doing well. How are you? Doing good. So we've got quite a bit of NFL news to uh, talk about, get caught up on. Um, let's start with talking about Baker Mayfield and the Browns. Um, there's He's tied with some other quarterbacks for the worst passer rating in the past couple games. Um below 60 or something like that so what do you think is he is he going to be able to stay with the team do you think he's going to be leaving the team or what do you think about that
1: yeah I saw a report uh earlier this week that said that Baker Mayfield is expected to have competition going into next season so it sounds like the Browns could go out and try to uh, get another quarterback to try to get Baker to play better but so far, it would seem like the Browns made the best decision as far as giving him a contract extension, because right now he has not been playing like a quarterback that deserves a contract contract extension, especially uh, in the game against the uh, the Packers, which was pretty much a must-win for for them and he ended up throwing four interceptions which is a career high and and arguably he's been the the issue for the Browns throughout the entire season and really couldn't get things going for him and now that it's in question if they even make the playoffs for the second year in a row or if they'll stall out after having a pretty good campaign last season that remains to be seen they still got a few weeks to try to pull off a few more wins to try to get in but do I trust Baker Mayfield to do that um, as of now, no. I think the wide receivers that they have and the run game that they have, um, I feel like they should be doing better than they are right now. Defensively, they've had their ups and downs, but the defense is also playing pretty decently. And I, and I think the biggest issue that we have right now is, is Baker Mayfield and his ability to play. Um, he, he struggles with some of the reads, some of the options. Um, and so far throughout this entire season, it's really had a hard time taking care of the football, and we, it kind of came to a head in the Green Bay Packers game. So do I think he'll be back next season? I think it'd be dumb for the Browns not to try to find some help uh, for the, for this Browns organization, a guy that can kind of help them get to the next level because around Baker Mayfield, like I mentioned, they're fine. They've got Nate Chubb. They've got uh, hunt. They've got Donovan's people Jones. They've got, which is a, I believe, a rookie at this point. Um, and then they've got Jarvis Landry. And then on defense, they've got Miles Garrett. They've got Clowney. They've got a handful of rookies, which are also playing re- really well. So it's not like they're extremely injured in any way, shape, or form. It's just I think the quarterback is causing a little bit of issue. And like we talk about a lot on this podcast, quarterbacks are very uh, important to the success or the failure of, it, of any given football uh, football franchise. And we've seen it countless times throughout sports leagues where – or not sports, but throughout the NFL, like the Bears when they had Trubisky, and he really couldn't get anything going. And there's different franchise throughout history where you could see that, and that's something I think the Browns are also falling into a little bit here. I think they met the cap, the ceiling, kind of with Baker Mayfield. We'll see if he's able to turn things around and right the boat a little bit here as he gets closer, closer to the playoffs. But if he's not able to, I think we'll start to see some news coming out of Cleveland, such as maybe Baker Mayfield gets cut. Um, I'll have to look at the contract uh, situation for him, but maybe that happens because I know he's nearing the end of it. Or they bring some help and try to get him to play better football. But it might be th- coming to an end. His days might be numbered in Cleveland, which I think is just a natural, natural um, kind of progression of the NFL, where quarterbacks play a certain team for a while and then. They meet to the, get to the point where the new coaching staff and the players all around them that they need to next level up. And if they can't win with another quarterback, then there's other questions to be asked about like the coaching staff and the players. But for now, I think there's a lot to be said to the fact that I think uh, Baker Mayfield is probably coming to his last se- last season. Maybe he'll play another season. It depends. And I think a lot of Cleveland Browns uh, fans want another quarterback at this point especially after that horrific showing uh, in the latest game against
0: the Green Bay Packers mm-hmm. on on Christmas. Yeah. Yeah, definitely the quarterback is very crucial to any organization to be able to win football games. Um and that's something we're seeing with the the Saints. We need to let's talk about the Saints because they're kind of a little bit back and forth on their wins this year. They I know we pulled off an upset against the Bucks uh, a couple weeks ago, but um, apparently they called Philip Rivers and we talked about this a little while ago that Philip Rivers was open to the conversation and apparently he shut that down and they ended up signing Blake Bortles. So what did you think about why Philip Rivers didn't end up coming back?
1: Yeah, I also saw that today. Um, the news said that, uh, Frank Wright from the Colts also called, uh, Phillip Rivers, just in case, because his, his quarterback situation is also a little mm-hmm. bit up in the air. Um, and there's been really no response there as well. So it seems like teams have missed their window to get Phillip Rivers back in the league. Um, I, I think he he probably turned down the sand offer because he's like, you guys have two weeks left. You really, I don't really want to deal with the just two more weeks of probably being a backup. Um, and you're probably not going to make it to the playoffs uh, at this point. So he's probably like, eh, I'm just going to sit around and have a good time with my family on Christmas. Right there's that but with the Colts situation that's a little more interesting because the Colts actually have a chance of making the playoffs. If they win next week or this week, they're in the playoffs. So maybe if uh if Carson Wentz has some struggles or maybe if they even need a backup, maybe he'll come out and he'll talk about that and maybe he'll entertain that, but it, that one is also probably less likely because of the fact that I don't think they really they really need him uh just because they're I mean as a backup, yes, they really do need him just in case something Happens if Carson wants to be an injury or something like that. That might be interesting, but I think it's a lot to do with the fact that he just decided there's not a whole lot of upside to joining the team right now, especially as they're not probably going to make it to the playoffs. Like you mentioned, they've got some up and they've had up and down success. Just lost to the Dolphins by a big margin. Can't really find their footing all that well in the NFC. It's very locked up. There's only like two spots left in the, for any team to make it in there. I think the 49ers, if they win, they're going to lock up a spot. So there's basically one spot left in the entire NFC. And I don't see the Saints making that spot uh, just because of how up and down they've really truly been. And he probably knew all that stuff. And so he decided eh, a little late. I mean, if they called him earlier yeah. when he said something, sure, I imagine he would come out. But I mean, who's going to expect that you lose all four of your starting quarterbacks, one to injury, and then you bench the next guy and then both guys have to go and health health and safety protocols and now you're to your fourth string guy which is your rookie and that's kind of not something that you're able to see very easily but yeah i think i was a little surprised what i saw but then i'm like yeah it it makes sense
0: yeah it does it makes sense especially with like you said i got the holidays and it and it's i don't see that it would have been worth it to come be behind play behind Ian book so yeah exactly see how that shakes out um for the saints um like you said the playoffs coming up very quickly um What do you think about the Dolphins? So they've had the seven straight losses, seven straight wins. Do you think they have a chance of coming back and picking up a spot? Or what do you think about them? Uh,
1: I think it's possible that they'd get a spot. I think they're uh, right now in the playoffs. It depends, though. But if if you look at it, they lost against a, a lot of really good teams, a couple bad teams. But then they won against a bunch of bad teams that, that many teams would be able to win against. So does that bring confidence in their ability to hold off in the AFC right now? Eh, not really. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. The AFC is wide open at this point. I think Kansas city is the only, uh, only team in that division that's locked up a playoff spot at this point. So yes, it's wide open. So the dolphins could move in in there and get that. That's hundred percent true. But when they get in there, do I think they can beat the likes of the Ravens, uh, the Kansas city chiefs, um, the bills, the Patriots, mm-hmm. uh, I mean, maybe the Ravens because they're very banged up. But even with them, I think they could probably kind of hold off and might have some struggles there as well. I think there's – I just don't see the Dolphins kind of – because of the teams that they won against, I don't see it working out for them in the playoffs because the playoffs, like we mentioned, that's when the best version of these teams come out and play. And right now, yes, it's really good that they got, they're the first team to have the seven wins and seven losses in the same season. That's fine, but – the teams that they're going to be facing against. If you look at their, I posted on me yes sports, the wins and losses in the two columns there, mm-hmm. the bills they lost against the Colts, they lost against these are teams in their divi- or in their conference. So it's, um, they will be having to uh, face these teams, um, later on in the year, and they lost them before. So, do I think they can turn things around? I don't know. Tua has been having his fair share of struggles the last few seasons. Maybe starting to write uh, that ship a little bit, but that depends. Defensively, I think they're they're fine, but they really have Jalen or Waddle. They've got Gasecki, and they got Miles Gaskin on offense that can really make some plays for them. Do I think those guys can leg out some of these other teams that are actual contenders? Mm, I don't think so. So, I think. I think, yes, they can make it in, but if they get in there, what are they going to do? I think they're going to get beached.
0: Yeah, especially when you look at, like you said, you're looking at they lost the Bills 35-0. to I know that was early, but then, you know, you come out you beat the Jets and the Giants, and I, I don't see—it doesn't really put a lot of confidence oh, yeah. in their playoff hopes. The Cowboys—I know we've been talking about the Cowboys. We've been following the Cowboys on, like, kind of the opposite of the Dolphins. They seem like a really, really solid team coming in, and I know they've had some injuries and things. What do you think about them? Do you think they're one of the most complete teams going into the playoffs? If they play the way they did against Washington,
1: yes. (laughs) We have seen two different versions of the Cowboys. We've seen the really good Cowboys, and we've seen the kind of going through a rough patch Cowboys this season. And the most recent one we saw, offensively at least, was a rough patch. Then we saw them come out against Washington, and they looked very complete the way they've been playing football. I think their defense— has to be one of the best in the entire league at this point. The way the the, the front seven that they have, but Micah Parsons is not really a linebacker or, or a defense end. He's kind of both, and he can make plays from anywhere. Uh, Trevon Diggs is, has like 11 interceptions this season. Uh, Dak Prescott's starting to find a zone with all three of those guys that we talked about at the beginning of the season that we were seeing if they were actually going to be able to come that big three for the Cowboys Are they actually be very helpful. they going to play well. And so far this season, especially the tail end, we've been seeing them play extremely well. And I think, I think at first I was counting them out as a team that could get to the playoffs but lose in the first round. Now I think maybe they can even get in there and win the first round and maybe get into the second and keep it close to whatever team they play there. I don't think it's going to really be that much of a struggle for them, especially to play the Eagles, because of the defense that they have. Even if the Cowboys' offense tastes takes a little bit of a step back it can't take that much of a step back but if they take a little bit of a step back i think the defense can fill in the gap for them and do what they need to do and kind of play play hard and end up kind of keeping the game close for them uh, i think personally i think the part of the, the the side of the ball that i'm most impressed with for the cowboys is the defense side of the ball the turnaround that that team has made defensively um, under dan quinn has been fantastic all the draft choices they put in there have paid off the, the veteran pieces with the rookie pieces has worked extremely well. The chemistry is there and Dak Prescott being back and starting to play the type of football he's been playing is just super impressive. And I'm excited to see what they're able to do in the playoffs. Cause I think even last season, I thought maybe they would be able to make it in, but if they made it in last season, I don't, I think they would install that quite quickly this season. I think it's a completely different situation and you can tell because the coaching staff have that have that much confidence in their ability because Dan Quinn has said no, I don't want to interview for the Jacksonville Jaguars spot. I want to stay and help my team uh, pl- uh, play football and win games and stuff. So he's confident about where they're at as well. Um, so I think yes, I think I think you'd be hard pressed at this point right now to find a team that's more complete. The Cardinals are kind of falling off the deep end. The the the, the Bucks are are injured badly so you can't i mean if they're healthy they'll be up there on that list the colts they have been having their fair share of struggles especially at the quarterback position there's some up and down there but they're also in that kind of conversation as well um and then the patriots possibly but then that's the type of team that you have to be like are we watching them on the good week or the bad week because we've seen both so as it's as of right now i'd say they're probably one or two, depending on if you wanted to put the Colts or the, the the Patriots up in there just because, yes, those teams are also both very talented defensively and offensively. But right now, I think in the way they've been able to turn around and how they've been able to take the league by storm and really make uh, make the their fans impressed and really earn the right to be called Americans, America's team, I think this is really impressive to watch, um, and I think it's a really good turnaround for them. And I'm excited to see what they're able to do in the playoffs. I think this is going to be a really interesting year of playoffs especially for the nfc because this year i don't know if there's a clear-cut favorite because maybe the packers you could say but arizona's had its fair share of struggles the uh the the bucks are injured um like i mentioned the the cowboys are going to be there but the uh the the rams are another interesting team that could could pull it off the green Bay packers could uh, I don't think the Philadelphia Eagles are, but that depends on who's going to actually get in. So I think the NFC, like I mentioned, is a really tight division, and it's going to be hard to name a clear-cut winner. Um, so I'm excited to see that, and I'm also excited to see AFC for its own set of reasons. But as far as the, uh, as far as the NFC is concerned in the Cowboys, I'm really excited to see what they're able to do. And I think uh, in answer to the question, I think, yeah, like I mentioned, I think they're number one or number two in the most complete teams.
0: Yeah. Yeah, they're definitely looking really, really good. It'll be interesting to see how things shake out, especially in the NFC side of things um, as we're uh, approaching the playoffs and then the Super Bowl. You mentioned uh, Jaguars. The Jaguars are doing some interviews for coaches after uh, what happened with Urban Meyer, and uh, they're going after a pretty wide wide net of people if you look at their candidates. Uh, What do you think about the Bears? Because Like, do do they need to get in on the hunt, the coaching hunt now? Um, Should they fire Matt Nagy? And kind of what do you think about that?
1: Yeah, I think they should jump in now, especially because it depends, actually. It depends on because the uh, the Jaguars put out, like, calls and said, hey, can we interview your uh, your." offense corner defense corner is that option for you blah 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 so if they're able to get yeses to most of these guys i think the bears need to jump in on this soon because they want to definitely pull off a guy like todd bulls or um or they're going for the uh offense corner for the cowboys there's these guys that are have proven success uh as a coordinator that could have success for your organization you would hate to see them pass you by especially as teams are making decisions about if they're going to keep their quarterback or keep their coaches or not And, I mean, the Jaguars are in a better situation because they already fired their head coach, right? And now, because of the new rule, you can start uh, interviewing coaches two weeks earlier than normal. You just have to fire your head coach. I would argue that Matt Nagy needs to be fired because your team's not going to make it into the playoffs at this point, and he's not had a whole lot of success over the last few years. Do you have just a quarterback that's only a year in that you can play around with you've got pieces you're starting to build things around it now would be a good time to get a new head coach in that in that locker room and i think the growing um the the idea around the league right now is that he probably will be fired i hope he is yeah i don't think he's earned the right to be be a head coach for another year but if they are going to fire him now would be a good time as ever to do it um and get started on that coach search because you're gonna get ahead of the other teams that might take some more time to make that decision or anything like that. And also, you have to battle the uh, the Raiders because they've lost John Gruden earlier in the season. They can start looking around for coaches now. The Jaguars are looking around for coaches now. You have your head coach. You can get rid of him and then shed that weight and start to also get in that race because you don't want to miss out and slip uh, slip up because these coaches won't be available forever, right? Because they get a work on their next plan there in the playoffs, all this stuff, and they can't do interviews forever. So now would be a good time to get started on those interviews and kind of get things rolling. I'm curious to see how many teams will take advantage of this new, new situation. How many, uh, how many coaches will be fired over the next couple of seasons now that this rule is implemented. And uh, now they see their coaches because there's a couple of first year guys right now that won't be fired, but could be fired in the near future. If they uh, teams can't figure it out and keep things going, such as Arthur Smith uh, uh, the coach for the Eagles, um, and then Dan Dan Campbell, I think, for the Lions. They could all be on the hot seat next season, or the ne- next couple of seasons, depending on if they're able to turn things around. So I think it's going to be interesting to see how this rule is used. But as far as the Bears are concerned, uh, now is the good time as ever to get rid of Matt Nagy and kind of get things going and get that ball rolling, if you know what I
0: mean. Yeah, I definitely agree. I don't think Matt Nagy is in another season. Um, so we'll have to see what happens with that. All right, I think that is all the topics we have for today's episode. Thank you for hopping on. It was a fun little episode. Yeah. Exactly. And uh, listeners, remember to go ahead and subscribe to the podcast and check out uh, um, sports.com for more curated sports news. We'll talk again soon. Yeah, see you. God see bless. You.